Preface and Chapter One of The Study of Eclipses. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in August 2017. The Story of Eclipses simply told for general readers with a special reference to the total eclipse of the sun of may twenty eighth nineteen hundred by george f chambers fellow of the royal astronomical society preface the present volume is intended as a sequel to my two former volumes in the nunes series of useful stories entitled respectively the story of the solar system and the story of the stars it has been written not only as a necessary complement so to speak to those works but because public attention is already being directed to the forthcoming total eclipse of the sun on may twenty eighth nineteen hundred this eclipse though only visible as a partial one in england will be total no further off than portugal and spain considering also that the line of totality will pass across a large tract of country forming part of the united states it may be inferred that there will be an enormous number of english-speaking spectators of the phenomenon it is for these in general that this little book has been written for the guidance of those who may be expected to visit portugal or spain a temporary appendix has been prepared giving a large amount of information showing how those country can be best reached whether by sea or overland from the shores of england if any one is inclined to doubt whether an eclipse expedition is likely to provide non-astronomical tourists with incidents of travel pleasant profitable and even amusing perhaps the doubt will be removed by a perusal of the accounts of sir f galton's trip to spain in eighteen sixty vacation tourists in eighteen sixty page four hundred twenty two or of professor tyndall's trip to algeria in eighteen seventy hours of exercise in the alps page four hundred twenty nine or of professor langley's adventures on pike's peak in the rocky mountains colorado u s in eighteen seventy eight Washington Observations, 1876, Appendix 3, page 203. Or of some of the many magazine and other narratives of the Norway eclipse of 1896 and the Indian eclipse of 1898. Subject to these special points, no further prefatory explanation seems needed, the general style of the contents being, mutatis mutandis, identical with the contents of the volumes which have gone before i have to thank my friend dr a m w downing the superintendent of the nautical almanac for kindly verifying the calculations in chapters two and three g f c northfield grange eastbourne eighteen ninety nine chapter one introduction it may i fear be taken as a truism that the man in the street collectively the general public knows little and cares less for what is called physical science now and again when something remarkable happens such as a great thunderstorm or an earthquake or a volcanic eruption or a brilliant comet 
or a total eclipse something in fact which has become the talk of the town our friend will condescend to give the matter the barest amount of attention whilst he is filling his pipe or mixing a whisky and soda but there is not in england that general attention given to the displays of nature and the philosophy of those displays which certainly is a characteristic of the phlegmatic german however things are better than they used to be and the forthcoming total eclipse of the sun of may twenty eighth nineteen hundred visible as it will be as a partial eclipse all over great britain and ireland and as a total eclipse in countries so near to great britain as spain and portugal to say nothing of the united states will probably not only attract a good deal of attention on the part of many millions of english-speaking people but may also be expected to induce a numerically respectable remnant to give their minds and thoughts with a certain amount of patient attention to the science and philosophy of eclipses there are other causes likely to cooperate in bringing this about it is true that men's minds are more enlightened at the end of the nineteenth century than they were at the end of the sixteenth century and that a trip to spain will awaken vastly different thoughts in the year nineteen hundred to those which would have been awakened say in the year fifteen eighty seven but for all that a certain amount of superstition still lingers in the world and total eclipses as well as comets still give rise to feelings of anxiety and alarm amongst ill-educated villagers even in so-called civilized countries some amusing illustrations of this will be presented in due course for the moment let me content myself by stating the immediate aim of this little book and the circumstances which have led to its being written what those circumstances are will be understood generally from what has been said already its aim is the unambitious one of presenting in readable yet sound scientific language a popular account of eclipses of the sun and moon and very briefly of certain kindred astronomical phenomena which depend upon causes in some degree similar to those which operate in connection with eclipses these kindred phenomena are technically known as transits and occultations putting these two matters entirely aside for the present we will confine our attention in the first instance to eclipses and as eclipses of the sun do not stand quite on the same footing as eclipses of the moon we will after stating the general circumstances of the case put the eclipses of the moon aside for a while end of chapter one